the one-on-one post-game report. For just the third time in school history, the Fordham Rams defeat the Lehigh Mountain Hawks. Hi, everybody. DJ Sixsmith here on the one-on-one post-game report. I'll have all the highlights in just a bit, but right now we send it back to the field. Mike Watts, Nick Legerfo. Guys, take it away. Thank you very much. And Mac Rosenberg trailing Joe Moorhead in just a second. Indeed, he does have Joe Moorhead after this big Fordham win. Mac? 6-0, and no turnovers. How does that sound to you? Sounds great. Uh, winning never gets old. And, you know, I, I caught myself throughout the game just looking up and turning around and looking at the stands and just, you know, marveling at, at the fact that we got this thing packed and there's people standing remotely and two undefeated teams on national television. And I think we're just scratching the surface. The potential where this program can go. So it was, the kids did an unbelievable job today. Played four quarters of good, solid football, good fundamentals and technique. You know, obviously clean up the penalty thing, but hey, it's a, it's a great win, great day for the program. You knew Lehigh wasn't going to make it easy in that second half. How about the will of your team to keep fighting on both sides of the ball and eventually pull away there? Well, that was that was a challenge at halftime that we posed to them. That they, you know, they're a comeback team and they've done it in every game. And you know, just because we were up didn't guarantee anything in the second half. We told them to play 30 minutes as hard as they can, one play at a time. And if they weren't going to give the game to us, we were going to have to take it from them. And that's what we did. We took the game. Another turnover-free game for Michael Niebuhr in this offense. What What is it about him that gives him the ability to have such good ball security? He's, he's a uh, very talented football player. He can beat you with his arms and his legs. Uh, he's very well coached. Coach Brunner does an unbelievable job with him. And, you know, he plays within the system, but at the same time finds a way to make plays when things broke down. And that, that's a unique characteristic for the quarterback position. We're lucky to have him. I saw you getting this crowd pumped up there. How about this fan support today? No, it's unbelievable. Hopefully we can keep it rolling. I mean, this is, you know, uh, this is what we want to have. Undefeated team, nationally ranked. Hopefully we can sneak into the top ten, and next time we get home, you know, sell out again for the third week in a row. First final question, what's your message now to this team moving forward into next week? Go one into the next week. Be Georgetown and clear hurdle number seven. So congratulations. Thank you. Take care. All right. Guys, back to you. Thank you, Mac. And, of course, Joe Moorhead coached at Georgetown for a time. Certainly he's not going to need any help getting himself up. Surely the team will be in a similar situation. Fordham moves to 6-0, 1-0, so to speak, in the Patriot League. We send it back across the street for the one-on-one postgame report with DJ Sixsmith. DJ? All right, Mike. Final once again, 52-34. And, folks, coming into today, when you looked at when you thought about an undefeated football team, representing a school with a high-profile media alumni base. You would have thought Northwestern, right? Not so fast, my friends. That's all about the Fordham University Rams today. 6-0. and They put 52 points on the board. But let's recap it for you. Let's tell you how we got there. Sam Ajah had an absolutely monstrous day, and he got right to work on the first drive as he hooked up with Michael Niebrick in the back of the end zone. 11-10 to go first quarter, no score. Michael Niebrick steps back into the gun with a receiver to the left and a pair inside the numbers on the right with the ball on the left hash. Niebrick takes, play action, he drops back, he looks. He's going to throw deep to the end zone, Ajala, he got a foot in, and he's in. Touchdown on the near side pylon, Fordham takes the lead. That was just the beginning of Sam Ajala's big day in the Bronx, so Lehigh got the ball in their first possession, couldn't do much. The Rams were marching again, nearly went in for a touchdown, but they had to settle for three as Mike Mirando came on for the 20. Wetzel will hold. Mirando to kick. Sullivan to snap. Snap back. Ball is put down. Kick is up. It is end over end and through the uprights. Good. So Lehigh had finally had enough. They said, all right, it's time for Mountain Hawk football. Four straight first downs. They move it inside the red zone. Fordham thought they had Brandon Bialkowski all wrapped up, but Sergio Fernandez Soto had other ideas. Third down and seven from the nine of Fordham. The Rams looking for a stop. Fernandez Soto slot left. 
Tight end right side, Coyle. Sherman on the left side. Bielkowski in the gun. Fans getting loud. Bielkowski takes a lot of pressure. Moves to the right side. Throws, completes towards the end zone. Touchdown, Fernandez Soto. So that made it 10-7 Fordham with just about 50 seconds left in the first quarter. And the Rams, they started to get the offense rolling on their next possession. The rushing game was key. And a guy who hadn't touched the ball all year long, Jared Creighton, found Pater next. He takes. He gives. This is up the middle towards the goal line and in for the score. Jared Creighton for the touchdown. So the Rams take a 17-7 lead. Let's bring in Watson Legerifo. Guys, we hadn't seen Jared Creighton since the Lockhaven game. How surprised were you to see him getting touches early in this game? Oh, well, we were very surprised, Gio. Carlton Kuntz has been the man at running back pretty much all year long for Fordham, and, and it was very rare for him to miss any carries. So to have Jared Creighton come in was very surprising, but he, I think he added a nice uh, transition to, to Carlton Kuntz, and uh, I think it was a great addition to the team. Yeah, and I think it's worth noting, by the way, DJ, that Carlton broke a finger earlier this year, didn't miss any offensive snaps. So certainly I think this says a lot about Jared Creighton and his improvement in practice to get carries in a game this big. Yeah, no doubt about it. CJ is truly a warrior. So Fordham up 17-7, feeling pretty comfortable, but all of a sudden Brandon Bialkowski proves just why he's one of the best in the Patriot League, as he called his own number. Second and goal. Here's another quarterback keeper into the end zone for the touchdown as he runs into the pile and pushes it in. Touchdown, Lehigh. Fordham 17, Lehigh 13, 6.05 to go in the second. The extra point is coming up. So 17-14, a close ball game. Both teams trade possessions. They punt, but it was the possession right before halftime where you thought Fordham was just going to try for three, but Michael Niebrick had other ideas as he went for the deep ball. Play action. Looking. Pump fake. Now throw deep up the left side. It is caught at the five and into the end zone. Sam Ajala for the touchdown. 40 yards. And the Rams find a way to score with 15 seconds left in the half. And, Watts, let's get you back in here. 24-14, how big was that for Fordham going into the locker room with the 10-point lead? It changes everything. It changes Joe Moorhead's message on the field. This isn't, oh, let's protect a three-point lead. It's we are asserting ourselves. This is a game where we play every minute like it's the last. And I think it makes a huge difference. And for Sam Majal, it was just another catch and maybe the best day he's ever had at Fordham. And that's better than Temple, by the way. <laughs> Certainly a great day for him. So going into the half, Fordham 24, Lehigh 14. And the Mountain Hawks, they got the ball first. They took it right down into Fordham territory, and they fed the big dog as Zach Hayden went to work. High formation for Bielkowski. They marked him down, second down and goal at the two of Fordham. Here's a give. Farrell, rather, he throws to the left side on the play fake and completes to the fullback, Hayden, for the touchdown. Touchdown, Lehigh Bielkowski to Hayden for two yards and the score. So suddenly the Fordham lead down to three, 24-21, 11 minutes to play in, in the third quarter. Fordham gets the ball back. They punt it. Lehigh, same thing. And on Fordham's seventh drive, first the Solano screen, and then the big play for King Ajala. They'll move it up to the 38, first and 10 from the Fordham 38. Man in motion into the backfield, fakes the toss to the man in motion. Here's a deep throw for Ajala at the 30, makes the catch inside the 10 and inside the end zone. Touchdown, Fordham. Third touchdown of the day for Sam Ajala. And, Nick, let's get you back into the conversation here. How the heck did Sam Ajala find his way down the field? Uh, it was unbelievable to me, DJ. It just seemed like he was always he was always the guy 
the right guy at the right time for Fordham so far this year. But really, what happened on that play was it was a fake. Uh, it was a fake draw play, and it, the safety ended up coming up to play the run. And the cornerback thought he had help over the top, but he, he ended up not having that help. And uh, Jala was able to just blow by everybody and get the pass. And, guys, one of our former WFEVers, Mike Gam, tweeted, and he's sitting with Rick Neuheisel, the former UCLA coach, said Michael Niebuhr's throw was absolutely perfect there. So the Rams get up on top, 31-21. But Lehigh, once again in the seesaw game, right back at it as Farrell finds the end zone. Into the backfield is Farrell on first and goal. He runs to the left side, and he runs into the end zone for the touchdown. The big, bruising fullback runs it in from four yards out and makes it a 31-27 Fordham lead. So 31-28 after the PAT, and things got really interesting later on in this game because Fordham was forced to punt in the next possession, but a muffed punt gives Fordham the ball back. Carlton Kuntz takes it himself. Suddenly it's a 38-28 game. And then LeVon Williams, who had been called for two pass interference penalties, he decided that enough was enough, and he decided to take over. Niebrick gives, running up the middle, Koontz, nice hold of the 10, to the 5, to the near side, and into the end zone for the score. Touchdown, Fordham, 20 yards for C.J. Koontz. And the Rams on the board again, now leading 37-28 with 1.25 to go in the third. And we, before we get to Williams, guys, let's bring you back in here. For Fordham to take advantage immediately after that turnover, what did it do to the momentum of this game? Oh, it did everything. I mean, it, the, the pass interference calls against Fordham could have very easily taken the Rams right out of this football game. They could have crawled into a shell and gone, well, the referees aren't going for Maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, not, not, not anymore. This team takes the opportunities they're given despite what's going on around them, no distractions, moves it right down the field, 70 yards, and Carlton Kuntz with an epic run to the end zone. He was dancing all over the field today. He was excellent. Certainly a great day for C.J. Kuntz. So 38-28 Fordham, just under two minutes to play in the fourth quarter, and just when you thought Lehigh was going to go back for another score, LeVon Williams said, it's my time to make a play. Second down and eight from the 41-yard line of Fordham. 20 seconds to go in the third, Fordham by 10, Lehigh. Gajkowski back to throw, left side, intercepted by LeVon Williams. He steps out of bounds at the 30. He cuts in front of Tyler Coyle and picks it off. Take that pass interference. Exactly right. Mike Watts, we got to get you back in here to <laughs> overcome those pass interferences. Do you think that was the turning point of this game? Uh, I, I, I Actually, I do, and I'm glad you put it that way. Uh, it, it absolutely was. I think... It would have been easy again, and I, I said it previously, to crawl into your shell. And LeVon Williams wasn't pulled off the field. He wasn't talked to by the coaches. They left him out there, and they said, look, it happens. Move on. Prove yourself. And that was a great interception. That was a leak play they had run over and over again where they kind of run three levels of routes, the, the fullback, the tight end, and a receiver uh, on the rollout. They, they ran that a lot today, and LeVon Williams, uh, fool me once, but don't fool me three times, mm -hmm. I guess. Exactly right, and Fordham once again cashing in on the turnover. They march it all the way down, and Michael Niebrick had been doing it with the arm, but he wanted to let everybody know he's a dual-threat quarterback. First down and goal from inside the one. Niebrick in the shotgun, gives. Now he keeps it up to the right side, and he holds the ball out into the end zone for the score. Touchdown, Fordham. And the Rams extend their lead, the biggest lead of the game. It's now 44-28. 
And the extra point made it 45-28. What a swing in this game. And guess what, folks? The Rams weren't done scoring. Lehigh boots the ball back. The Rams take it right down into Lehigh territory. And this time, Tabucky Jones Jr. got involved in the action. Niebrick points to the linebackers and now takes the snap. Looking left. He throws to the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown to Bucky Jones on the fade route. And, guys, truly the cherry on top, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, that that was really the nail in the coffin in terms of sealing Lehigh's fate in this game. They, they had been known as the comeback kids pretty much all season long, coming back in all four of their previous victories. And that one kind of made this game out of reach and, and said, you're not coming back in this one. And Lehigh would score one more time as we take a little trip across the pond to Paris. Niebrick points to the linebackers and now takes the snap looking left he throws to the end zone it is caught touchdown to Bucky Jones on the fade route so Fordham stops him on the two-point conversion 52-34 the final and guys AD Dave Roach was out there on the field Father McShane congratulating this team 6-0 can you believe it fellas no, no. It, it, honestly, it's surreal. I, I think going into this season, we all looked at the schedule and said, okay, well, you beat Rhode Island, you're 1-0, and then, you know, you, you might beat Villanova, but let's count as a loss. Let's be careful. 1-1. One and one. Temple, they're going to go get smoked. All right, 1-2. and two. And then, you know, you maybe win some games and then get blown out by Lehigh. And I think a lot of people may have felt that that was the case because they thought, oh, this is old Fordham. This is not old Fordham. This is the best Fordham team that, that they've had since John Skelton was here and Issa abdul Kadus was here. This is really, I, I, and Nick, I, I turn to you on this, I, I've never quite seen a team that, one, has a leader that they would mm-hmm. go, I, it, the, these guys would run through a wall for Joe Moorhead. Yeah. But they're playing opportunistic defense. The offense takes advantage every time they get the football, they do something. It, it, it's remarkable. It, it's just a complete team. It, it's It's a... More complete team than I think we've ever seen in recent memory here at Fordham. If you look at it on the offensive side of the ball, there's three dynamic wide receivers in Tabucky Jones Jr. You have Brian Wetzel, Sam Ajala, and then the dynamic running back with uh, Carlton Kuntz. But then you also have the quarterback who can take the ball and run it himself. So on the offensive side, you have a very dynamic offense. Defensively, you have an opportunistic defense with guys with cover guys like ian williams and in the middle you have a guy like jake rodriguez who can defend against the run and special teams you have a guy like jorge solana who's a threat to turn it to take it back every time he gets his hands on the ball and uh brian wetzel who who's the same thing so excellent today yeah yeah i i think it's a it's such a complete team and and it's unbelievable to think that two years ago it was just two years ago that this team was one in ten unbelievable it truly is 52-34 52-34 the final. Folks, we just want to remind you that our interview with David Roach will be on our website, WFEVsports.org, around 5 p.m., so check in there. Guys, you mentioned Brian Wetzel. He didn't find the end zone today, but 11 catches, 133 yards. Mike, to have him in the slot, I mean, so many different weapons for this team, but just Wetzel's impact on third downs to pick up first downs, you just can't say enough about the guy. Well, and even on second down and 19, I think, was a play where he ended up with, I think, an 11 or 12 or 13-yard gain and made it third and short. There are very few guys because they, they'll give you the short throw. They'll, they'll give that to you on second down and 19. Well, Brian Wetzel is one of the few guys that can go, okay, fine, give it to me. I'm going to go run for the next seven yards and make it a manageable third down and, and medium. And 
Brian Wetzel is one of the best weapons in the Patriot League. Lee Kerfis, I think, is in the same mold. They run great routes. I think Wetzel has an edge in physical, you know, God-given talent in terms of uh, his his speed brilliant agility, speed. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think Brian Wetzel was maybe the key to this offense because there was always somebody there. It seemed to be Brian Wetzel quite a bit to, to maybe pick up the slack when things weren't going their direction. And, guys, before we get to your players of the game, on the defensive side, Ian Williams was banged up early in this game, and still he finishes with 11 tackles to lead the squad. I mean, just talk about the heart for this guy in your defensive squad. It was it was really, really scary, the hit that he took in, in the earlier portion of this game. His helmet came off. There was a, an utter silence in the entire crowd. Everyone was just so silent watching him on the ground, and, and it was just a scary scene as the trainer ran out to see if he was okay. And the fact that he came back in this game is really incredible, and it speaks to the heart of this player. Because not only is he a leader on the field with his play, but off the field, he's a soft, quiet type, but he he hits like a hard, talk, talkative type. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he lets his, to- his play do the talking. And, uh, you know, he's, he's just a dynamic player in all phases of the game defensively. And if you didn't know Ian Williams, you'd never think that he was such a quiet guy. You see him out on the field there, Mike. He's doing his thing. I mean, he just seems like the loudest guy on the team, but it's quite the opposite. And I apologize every time I see him because I didn't know Ian Williams last year all that well. And against Villanova, he laid a guy out, and he walked over the guy and got a personal foul, and it really hurt the Rams in a very close game. And I I really called him out, and he, he comes to me. We had Monday Night Quarterback a couple weeks later, and he goes, so, so, you know, my mom was listening, and I agree. It was a really stupid play. And Ian Williams, I, I go back to this, and I can't think of a better way to say it. No offense to anyone else's sons. He is the nicest young man I've ever met. I mean, he just is. The, the, he is truly a gentleman off the field. On the field, the dude's a beast. The dude is a straight-up beast. I mean, hashtag beast mode is how I describe Ian Williams on the field of play. He's certainly one of a kind. All right, guys, let's get your players of the game. A lot to choose from. Who you got? Well, offensively for Fordham, I have to go with Sam Ajala. He was uh, just the the right man at the right time most of the time uh, for Fordham. Seven receptions, 166 yards, 23.7 average, three touchdowns with the long pass being the 62-yarder. So just the man of the game for me for Fordham offensively. And then switching over to Lehigh, I'd have to go with the big man, Zach Hayden, he was just the safety valve for Brian Bal- Brandon Balakowski all game long, and uh, he ended up catching a touchdown and had 67 yards, or 36 yards completion, actually. But uh, you got to show the big man some love every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. And as I look back at this game, there's two guys for Fordham. Obviously, anyone can say Michael Niebrick. I mean, that's, I mean, at this point, that's just cliched to say Michael Niebrick. 26 of 36, 384, four touchdowns. Ran for another on the ground, 56 yards there. I mean, if he's not Patriot League Offensive Player of the Week, he might as well throw out the award. And meanwhile, for Lehigh, uh, and rather for Fordham, rather, to go to the defensive side, Ian Williams to come back into the game and to have the game he had is remarkable. Again, I I can't heap enough praise on him. I'm so glad that he's okay. And for Lehigh, uh, really, I thought Lee Kerfis was as good as advertised. Fifth straight 100-yard game. Uh, he is an excellent player, uh, certainly a good compliment to Spadola last year, but this year he's made this his own. He's got over 800 yards receiving through five games, leads FCS. Certainly he's as good as advertised, DJ. 
Mike Watts and Nick Legerifo. Guys, we enjoyed the call. 52-34 the final. Thanks for everything. Thank you, DJ. All right, so DJ Sixsmith here in our Rose Hill studios, the one-on-one postgame report, taking you right up to 4 o'clock. So the Fordham Rams, folks. Yes, those same old little Fordham Rams from two years ago that had just one win are now 6-0. and And I'll tell you what, you can legitimately think about the Rams running the table until Colgate. I'll say it right now. Georgetown is not a good team. They go to the nation's capital. It's tough to play on the road in the Patriot League, but they can do it. Yale is an out-of-conference team. Certainly hasn't been too great over the past few years. Then you have two home games, Holy Cross and Bucknell. Last year's Fordham team beat those two teams. And I think it's fair to say this year's squad is much better. Then you have Lafayette on the road. So certainly, I'm sorry, Bucknell was actually a loss. But still, that was all the way down to the wire. Fordham should have won that game. Then Lafayette on the road. Certainly going to be tough, but the Leopards aren't exactly the best team in the Patriot League. And then that last game in Hamilton, New York, late in November. It's going to be cold, and that's going to be the biggest challenge of the season. But what Michael Niebrick did today, if he continues to put up these numbers, 26 to 36, 384 and 4 TDs, I like Fordham's chances. Now you get Jared Creighton involved in the action. Suddenly you have a second running back. This is something you didn't have initially. Carlton Coons was getting it each and every time. The guy goes over 100 yards again. It seems like every single game he's over the century mark. 21 carries, 128 yards, a touchdown for him. And how about Sam Ajala? I mean, this guy, after not playing too much last year, has just burst onto the scene. Seven catches, 166 yards, and three touchdowns for him. Tabucky Jones Jr. has a touchdown, and Brian Wetzel, the ultimate Wes Welker for this team, the safety valve. Fordham has so many different offensive weapons, and then their defense. They gave up 34 points today. It doesn't matter. It's not a problem whatsoever. Fordham never trailed in this game, and they're now 6-0 and for the first time since 1988. So once again, the final score of today's game, Fordham 52 and Lehigh 34. The executive producer of Fordham Football is Mr. Bob Ahrens. Producer of today's game has been Julian Atienza. Field engineer and producer has been Eric Malo, and his wayward giant thoughts. Our studio engineer has been Mike Boom Boom Pal. Thanks to Fordham Sports Information Director Joe DeBerry and his staff for all his assistance. So next Saturday, we've got more Fordham football, folks. It's Fordham and Georgetown from our nation's capital. Kickoff is at 1, 1 p.m. We'll have the one-on-one pregame report 10 minutes before on both 90.7 and WFUVsports.org. So until then, for Mike Watts and Nick Legerifo, Mac Rosenberg on the sidelines, Kelly Coltis in studio with the updates, our highlight supervisor, Meryl Servant, and highlight producers, Carly Pantelidis and Brandon Bowers. This is DJ Sixsmith. Have a great evening, everybody. Fordham Rams football is an exclusive production of WFUV Sports.